Hello listeners, as you may know, I'm Trey Matthews, I'm the host of Locked On Devils. Before we start today's show, I just need to address something very important. We as a society need to do better. Being anti-anything is unacceptable and just straight up immature and not cool, and that's not what the world needs. The world doesn't need more hate. We need to love each other, we need to embrace each other, we need to be open to change, we need to be open to different viewpoints of the world, because this beautiful world is changing on an everyday basis. Don't judge someone just based on what they look like, what they believe in, what food they eat, whatever the case might be. Everyone comes from different backgrounds, everyone comes from different cultures, everyone comes from a different sets of values, of beliefs, whatever the case might be. We as a society... We need to do better, and we just need to keep developing year by year, generation by generation, like we've been doing for centuries. The world is getting better every day. Don't get me wrong, but we can still do better. We can still improve. So with that, let's begin today's show. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. What is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. It's Monday, everybody, which means your weekend is over and it's time to get back to that grind. And I'm feeling the same way. So happy Monday, July 20th. If you hadn't checked out the last episode, I basically broke down Lindy Ruff, the new head coach for the New Jersey Devils. You guys should know this by now. Like I said in the last episode, if you don't know this, you've been living under a rock. So digressing a little bit, I talked about his interview with Amanda Stein. I broke down everything. I talked about what I liked, what I didn't like. And hopefully, I'm just hoping that I'm wrong about this whole Lindy Ruff thing. I hope he can lead our team to the promised land. But anyway, back to business. Let's get on with today's agenda. So every Devils fan is familiar with this guy, am I right? Gave it back across now, and here's Gabrick across. Oh, and a shot deflected up high, and a rebound, and Brodeur is able to cover that one. It looked like a short goal for the Rangers, but thanks to Marty Brodeur, it is not. Vision-defying save by Marty Brodeur. You say, did I just see what I think I saw in that left hand? But Marty Brodeur has it come out of his mitt. That's right, NHL Hall of Famer and one of the greatest goalies to ever touch the rink, Marty Brodeur, a New Jersey Devils legend, and he helped define what the Devils are, which is defense. A off for the Devils, plays it cross ice into the far corner. Matto swoops in to intercept. Matto behind the net, swings it in front, he scores! Matto! 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 Defend Matto! And the Rangers have one more hill to climb, baby! But it's Mark Vancouver! The Rangers are headed to the final! Whoops, I didn't mean to include that clip, but I figured since it was a long time ago, we could just laugh at ourselves now because we did get our vengeance. Hey, everyone needs a laugh on a good Monday. But anyway, that's going to be a preview to what's going to come in a future episode. I recently did a crossover with Sarah that's going to air on this channel next week. We talked about the one that slipped away in the 2012 Stanley Cup Finals. And if any Devils fan remembers, one of the obstacles we needed to encounter was the New York Rangers. And guess what? Bro 
Lindor got his revenge on the Rangers years and years later. So you know what? We can laugh at that one. Mateau and the Rangers, they can have that one. We got our vengeance years later, even though we didn't get the cup. But anyway, I did talk about that in that crossover episode. So keep an ear out. All right, back to business in all seriousness. Years and years of playing, Brodeur retired and used the best tool to his advantage. He used his mind. And you know what I like about Brodeur? With all of his playing experience, it landed him a job in the front office for the New Jersey Devils. He is now the vice president executive and an advisor. So I like players like that, especially the legendary ones, because they have so much to offer. They see it from a different perspective. And that's what I want to get at. Because in this episode, we're going to talk about Martin Brodeur's interview with Devils play-by-play announcer Matt Loglin. Loglin basically asked Brodeur about the hiring of Lindy Ruff, and he also talked about Tom Fitzgerald and was basically getting Marty's perspective on it. And what I like about Marty is, like I said, he gives his perspective as both an executive and also a player. So he knows what the players wants because he's been through thick and thin with the Devils organization. And also, like I said, he uses his mind. That's the smartest tool he can have. That's what made him a successful goalie. And it's what's making him a pretty good executive businessman. So basically, I'm going to do what I did last Friday with Amanda Stein and the Lindy Ruff one-on-one interview. I'm going to play parts of it. And then I'm going to pause it after each question. And I'll analyze it and give my personal take on each answer. And also see if I could go into a deeper sense of what Brodor or Logland is trying to say. So first, we have the introduction and the first question asked to Marty so let's listen in as the Devils have announced changes in the hockey ops department a new head coach Tom Fitzgerald becomes the general manager having the interim tag removed and Lindy Ruff takes over behind the bench no one better to talk about the new Devils head coach than Marty Brodeur uh, the Hall of Fame goalie and uh, an advisor to the hockey operations department who was involved in that decision Marty thank you very much for giving us a few minutes of your time Take us a little bit through the process on how Lindy Ruff came to the top of the mountain. Well, you know, I think we were pretty fortunate to have a lot of time on our hands uh, in the last uh, in the last few months here, and and then and make a try to make the right decision for for this organization moving forward. And obviously, um, Lindy Ruff was was one of the guys that that we looked at uh, early on, and just because of his experience, I think we have a, such a young team. We wanted to get a kind of a father figure a little bit, a guy that, that that knows the league, that's been around the league a lot to really help our young players moving towards the right direction and, and try to get us into the playoffs and and having some success, uh, you know, uh, in the near future. And Lindy kind of checked a lot of those boxes for us. And, uh, you know, I've, I've had a personal uh, experience with Lindy. So I was really excited when we had the chance to talk to him and he was willing to, to go out and, and kind of change his role that, from the, from the New York Rangers as an assistant to, to take, uh, you know, to take a, a bigger role in, 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 in being a head coach in New Jersey. So that's uh, an exciting time for us to, to have a guy like that. Like I said, it reminds me a lot of the, you know, Jacques Lemaire era, a lot of the Claude Julien guy that has been there and, and has done that before. And I think it's going to be good for, for the organization and for a franchise. Well, Bradour was right. They did have a lot of time on their hands, which is why so many people were confused as to why Ruff was the final decision. Now, I don't really like his analogy saying that Ruff is sort of like a father figure. That really worries me because, like I said, 
you can't teach a newborn puppy old dog tricks. So for Lindy Ruff, we're not looking for a father figure for these players. We're looking for development. We're looking for someone who can grow with these guys because this is a young team with a few veterans left to spare. Just the idea of him being a father figure in quotation marks. I know you guys can't see me doing it, but I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. I guess it's maybe I'm looking too far deep into it, but what kind of father figure will he be? Will he be the leader, the strict father, the stern father, the one who may be loving at times but the one who isn't afraid to put his foot down or is he going to be the type of father figure where if the guys get in trouble he's like oh it's okay it's okay you know what you'll, you'll be okay you're just a kid but that that's that's what I'm trying to determine I, we don't need a father figure Brodor. I, I think you need a better choice of words when describing that situation we need a leader we need someone who can put his foot down and just develop these guys and lead them to a better state than what they are in right now. So father figure just concerns me. And when he's saying Ruff is taking a step from defensive coordinator for the Rangers to coach, like leader of the pack, that's not a little thing. And Marty was trying to make it seem like, oh yeah, he's just going from assistant defensive coordinator to like other assistant kind of thing. No, 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 no. This is completely different. He is running the circus. Cue the clown music. So it's just like, this is a huge thing. And I don't know. And I get that Ruff was one of the options. I'm not saying he wasn't an option at all. The problem is he wasn't the best option. That's what people were so disappointed about. Also, Marty stated that one of the priorities for the Devils was going back to the playoffs. And he said that Ruff checked a lot of those boxes. So you do see the priorities for the New Jersey Devils, which is they're trying to get back into the playoffs. And I think they're trying to do it quickly. So as a fan, that's certainly promising and exciting. But as an analysis, I must say, I don't think we're ready for the playoffs if this season proved anything. But, you know, with a potentially shortened season, there's always hope. It's a matter of fast do our prospects, how fast do our young guys develop and learn quickly in a weak offensive system. And also, how good is our defense going to be? How much is it going to improve? And how much left in the tank do our veterans have? Or do we need to ship them? So I believe those are the three X factors if we want to get back into the playoffs aside from good coaching. So you do have a personal relationship with Alindy. You played underneath him uh, in Team Canada in the Olympics. Tell us what you learned about him. Well, he's just... uh... You know, when, whenever you start talking to him, it's funny. It's just you just want to keep keep going and talk talk to him. You know, he's just got a really infectious uh, personality. Um, I think his his demeanor is is uh, really laid back. I think he shows a lot of confidence in himself. The way the way he walks around, the way he talks, and and I think uh, our players will will I think uh, benefit from from a guy like that that's been around and and knows what he's talking about. And uh, and one of the things too. He's welcome. He's welcoming a lot of help around him. So I'm sure we'll build a, a really good staff around him to uh, to uh, to help everybody. Now I will admit I did not know this. I did not know that Marty and Lindy had a past history. And I looked it up. And yes, in the 2010 Winter Olympics in Vancouver, while he wasn't the head coach, that was Mike Babcock of the Detroit Red Wings. He was a head assistant coach, a part of that team. 
and Marty Brodeur was one of the goalies a part of that Canadian Olympic team and they did win gold so there's that there's one of the X factors that Marty a executive and Lindy Ruff a free agent head coach sort of speak looking for his next gig that there's a relationship there's an X factor Marty played under him albeit it was briefly but still I think that was a good sense of what Marty knew of him as a coach the potential he sees so there's that just take that into consideration he also talked about his personality as a coach again they're focusing on the wrong things it's not his personality that we're all concerned about it's his system and I don't feel like explaining his system for the third time if you want to check it out check out the past episodes a rough reality that was posted last Friday and a rough signing which was two weeks ago check those out if you want to hear why I think about his defensive system because I don't feel like explaining it but albeit I don't care about his personality I don't care if he's the most chill guy I don't care if he's the most harsh guy his personality isn't what we're concerned about And quite honestly, I think we need a harsh coach, someone who can really give these young guys a good pep in their step, being like, if you don't step up, you're going to be sent right back down. If you don't step up, you're going to be traded. Do you want to be here or do you not want to be here? You tell me now. I think we need a harsh coach if we need a personality or if you're asking me in terms of what the personality of a coach should be. Because right now, chill, laid back. Yeah, they might be nice. They might be friendly, but I don't think that's going to get it done. Me as an athlete, I always preferred a coach that was harsher on me because it always brought the best out of me, quite honestly. So I get that he might be good for morale. I get that he might be a nice guy but in this case the nice guy will finish last and that nice guy will turn the devils into a last place team if he's just chill about everything if he doesn't give a damn in the world and if he doesn't change his system that's my opinion it's a make or break league speaking of break has your car ever broken down well chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselves rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or login account. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and same for professional and do-it-yourselves. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see what all parts are available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com one of the things that that i like about the hire and is that he's got a great resume how often do you get a chance to have someone who's in the top 10 in wins all time in nhl history yet he's still current you referenced his time with the new york rangers so it's not like he's been watching the game from the press box or his home or his den he's been heavily involved so he brings a great resume and yet he's as current as you could be 
Yeah, and then that's I think that's one thing that you have to appreciate, you know, from from leaving Dallas as a head coach a few years back uh, to go as an assistant, uh, working under a young coach in New York, uh, helping him out. Like at first, it was under Alain Vigneault. Uh, I'm sure he's learned there too. And so it's like, you know, it's like a hockey player. You, you have to stay current, you know, you have to be willing to learn and stuff. And I think Lindy's like, yeah, he, he took a step back at one point in his career, went as an assistant. Now I think he's, he's proven that he's, he's, uh, he's ready to get back uh, coaching a team. And yeah, we're, I'm looking forward to, to, to have him around here in New Jersey. That's for sure. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do these guys not do their research? Yes, he's one of the most winningest coaches in NHL history, but haven't you seen the inconsistency of him going to the playoffs and also what his defensive schemes were like for the Rangers? Like, uh, or am I the only one seeing that? And I'm not even an exec. There's a reason why the Rangers were one of the worst defensive teams in the NHL. And also, um, uh, Marty, 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 I love you. But last time I checked, being fired is not a choice. You said he left the Dallas Stars. No, 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 no. He was fired. He didn't leave. It wasn't his choice. It wasn't like your choice to leave the New Jersey Devils and go play for the St. Louis Blues for one season. Yeah, we still haven't forgotten that. But still, like, that's not a choice. He was fired. He was fired for a reason. His defense is terrible. Stop romanticizing him. It's the truth. Or maybe they're just forced to say this. I don't know. But no, it wasn't his choice to leave Dallas. And he was awful for the Rangers. Literally, Rangers fans were celebrating. I got so many DMs and text messages saying, thank you for taking Lindy Ruff off our hands, and now we can focus actually playing good defense in the playoffs. Yes, Longlin and Brodeur bring up a great point. He is current, and he does have some coaching experience in these last couple of years. He wasn't in the booth. He wasn't doing this or that. Yes, he was behind the bench, but the word current Boy, did those two say a mouthful. He is not current. He is a 90s coach. You don't believe me? Just look at his records the past few years. Look at what's gone wrong defensively for the teams he's coached. So, yes, he he is a coach these last few years. Head assistant coach for the Rangers. Defensive coordinator for them the last three seasons. Head coach for Dallas. Longtime Sabres coach. He's been in this game for a long time, but... At the same time, I think we need to look at the truth of the narrative, which is, can he be adaptable in today's NHL? That's the main question, dare I ask. You also had a chance during your career to play against his clubs, uh, particularly when he was the head coach of the Buffalo Sabres. What's he like to play against? Uh, well, obviously he's the coach. I didn't really play against him too much. <laughs> but you played but, uh, against a team that I know, he prepared. I know he had a really good goalie in Dominic Ashek. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> uh, but you know, it's but funny. his teams were prepared. Like, what did you see from preparation and their diligence and things along those lines? Just well structured. You know, I think some of the teams that he had uh, with you know uh, with Buffalo and even with Dallas. It's funny with Dallas. I was on the on the managing uh, part with the St. Louis Blues when when he was coaching there. And it was a big difference when he when he walked into the Dallas Stars and the way that he he structured this 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 hockey club, and I think he adjusted a lot with with what he has. You know, if if it's a defensive team, well, you know, he's 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 okay with playing defensive hockey. Uh, and Dallas was a little more offensive. 
you know, he's okay with that too. And I, can, I think that's the beauty of it. I think he's going to mold our team with the talent that we have for us to have the better success. Come on, man. Did you really ask Brodeur that? I mean, come on. He's on the rink. And uh, Ruff is behind the bench. I don't think Brodeur is focusing so much on the coach. I think he's focusing more on the players. And he doesn't have time to analyze every little detail that Ruff is throwing at him to get a sense of his personality, what he does behind the bench. Because Brodeur is focusing on his personal team and what they need to do to beat a specific player, not the coach. But here's what Marty says. He says, for the Sabres, it was more of defense. And for the Stars, it was more of offense. And he's excited to see what Ruff does with these young guys and the team overall. So all I can say is, hopefully worlds collide. And the offensive side of Dallas and the defensive side of the Sabres, with some adjustments, can make this Devils team good. Because like I said, I hope I'm wrong about Ruff. I really hope I am. So anyway, that was the entire interview i will put the link in the description if you want to listen to the full version of it on youtube i gave you my perspective on it if you want to re-watch it and give me your personal insight please hit me up on twitter trey matt four t-r-e-y-m-a-t-t and the number four anyway that's about all the time i have for i hope you enjoyed this episode i will see you guys in the next one tomorrow continue to stay safe new jersey and have a great day